Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do get do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Brandon. And it's a fun size episode. Heck yeah! How are you doing, dude? I'm great. I'm our, great. Our podcast has been out a week. Yeah, man, five episodes. Five episodes so far. Some hot ones out there. Oh boy! Uh, and this, of course, is a fun size episode. Uh, you guys see fun size number three? Yeah. Sounds good. Um, today we're going to talk about, uh, what were we going to talk about? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Super Nintendo, yep. just in general. Just, yep. just some general musings about yeah. the, old, the old Super Nintendo. Just have a real good time getting also into it. Also known as the Super Famicom Oh, is that Japan. real? Yeah. Whew. Yeah, yeah, the Famicom is just, uh, Nintendo Famicom, uh, was the consoles that they had in Japan. You know, us. uh, sometimes in Japan, they, uh, when it's dinner time, they have a, a Famicom-style dinner, you know, that is... Where uh, everybody eats off each other's plates and they all play Super Nintendo. Uh, you know, Famicom, mm-hmm. uh, related to uh, Nosocon and Pandacon. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all uh, cousins, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, but first, we got some business we got to do. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, first off, thank you guys, Ever, all the listeners, you NFers, you're really coming out. Uh, you're doing a lot of work for us. Uh, it's been fantastic. Oh um, yeah, we're getting packages in the mail. Yeah, yeah, we got a we got a somebody sent us a gift already, so we got that to open up on the air. Um, we've got uh, 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 we're gonna read some iTunes reviews. We're gonna read the reviews. That's a little too much, you know. But uh, if you leave us an iTunes review, we, we will shout out. We will give you a shout out. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast. Uh, so that is because we love fact. our NFers. Yeah. Um, also, here's a fun thing. If you're listening to the show right now, and let's say you're uh, you're using your podcast catcher, you're using uh, what a pod addict, catch them all, or Stitcher, catch them all. That's yeah, right. pod catch them all. Uh, maybe you're listening on iTunes or on the Podomatic website, which is also totally legal. Uh, uh, take a screenshot of your screen, or take a photo of yourself listening, and then tweet it at us at Nostalgic Front. Uh, and we will retweet it. We'll fucking love you forever. We'll favor it a bunch. We got of a couple your... hundred followers. We right do. Now. We're really building. Yeah. You could build your web presence by building our web presence. Yeah, help us help you. Uh, yeah. Synergy. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. You know Is that what? A, a spider uh, web presence. I don't know. Oh God boy, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, yeah. I was halfway there. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You. I mean. I... Trying is half of the battle, yeah. and there's a lot of trying on this podcast. You gotta, sometimes you just got to run from the bit. You do, and uh, sometimes you got to run from the devil. <laughs> Remember that? No, I think it's running with the devil. Van Halen, uh, the opening track on Van Halen 1. How's that go? I, dun, dun, Not the dun. I mean the words. Oh, I live my life like there's no tomorrow. What's the chorus? All I, running with the devil. Well, who does that song? Run from the devil. You gotta run. From, this, I, I oh, ain't wait. thinking run through the jungle. Yeah, I'm thinking of CCR. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. No. Uh-uh. Good thing we're not doing a, a fucking fun size episode about CCR. We will though someday. Really? You think so? Are people really that nostalgic about CCR? Uh, I am. That 100 credence rules. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did notice you had a thing in your billfold saying you were that uh, CCR certified. I am. I'm CCR certified. Yeah, yeah. Creator, uh, uh, I think we need to have a CC. <laughs> CCRR, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival Revival. Get them back out on the road, you know? What are they doing? What's Fogarty up to? Fucking uh, political views and 
jamming on DirecTV. And I'm sure he's tucking his shirt in, wherever he is. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, you know. That's a good viewer. You say, uh, if I was to say to anyone on the street, who's the most tucked-in shirt musician? You'd go, oh, it's John Booker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Well, he's got a song about baseball, too. He does. And baseball mm-hmm. is like... The kings of tucking in your shirts. They are, they are, yeah. Even one thing I don't like, I'm sure comedians have been talking about this for like years. Fat managers like uh, sit, like Lou Pinello's yeah. wearing skin tight outfits. They're wearing the same thing the players are wearing. That's yeah. super weird. Yeah, yeah. Right? It'd be sweet if like uh, Coach K had to wear some like. Like, had to have shoulder pads and shit. No, yeah. no, Coach K was wearing like a tank top. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking like, I was thinking of like Mike, D- Mike Ditko wearing like a fucking cup and like the shoulder pads. Well, he and, did. Yeah, but like now, when he was in you know, the when, he was on the, when he was on the sidelines, though. Good stash. Yeah, great that stash. That yeah. Also, horrible political reviews. That's just everybody we respect. Most you know? people that have a mustache uh, also have horrible. Not uh, this guy. I got what? one. I wasn't talking like ironic mustaches. I was oh, talking sure. like real yeah, yeah, mustaches. Yeah. Uh, you know? My buddy used to be in, he was trying to get into the uh, World Man, uh, Iron Man championships. His name was Nick. We called him Iron Nick. He had an Iron Nick mustache. Okay, let's get into these uh, fantastic uh, 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 iTunes reviews. Um, uh, And again, if you leave us uh, a five-star review, we will say your name on the show. Uh, Now, that's not contract. We might forget sometimes. But definitely in these first couple weeks, we're really trying to do something cool here. So um, uh, first off, we want to give a shout-out to uh, MC Forget Us. First off, Forget a Cuss. Oh, boy. That's That's a good name right there. Uh, Sarah, oh. Sarah K. Comedy. Oh, I bet I know who that who is. Who do you think that is? Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, Sarah Kennedy. Real ineffer. She's been on the show. Well, yeah, she yeah. will be on the show. She's been name-dropped before. She's been name-dropped, 100%. Um, then we got uh, Blue Bettle. Thank you, Blue Bettle. Uh, Miss Silly Gideon. That's our dumb friend Gideon's wife. That yeah. sounds fun. Katie Hambright. Good job for her. Um, right, we don't know this one. Just another D20-something. Uh, thank you. Uh, Boss of Bam. Do you think that's... Bam Margera's yeah, boss. Yeah, do you think that's uh, MTV? <laughs> MTV. Or it's what? absolutely MTV. Yeah, MTV. Actually, I think uh, Bam Margera's boss now is drugs. Oh no. Yeah. Poor Bam. It's a sad story. Do you think we can get Bam on the show? Uh uh-uh. uh Why? Uh, because that shit you just said about yeah, him. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna listen to it and be like, uh, uh, no. Friend of the show, fan of the show, real NFR. He's been. On, he's gonna be on the show. John Bilancini. Uh, he, he gave us one. Uh, Fev Khalid 11. You know. That's a good one. Bam was pretty hard on his parents. We saw him, uh, Bam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who else is really hard on his parents? Hmm. Uh, Bam Bam Rubble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barking he would pick his dad up. Yeah. Do you know? You think Phil had it bad? Oh, man. Barney? Yeah. Do you know who else was bad on his parents? The Melendez brothers. <laughs> they fucking killed him. Oh, really? Yeah, they shot the shit out of him. 90s nostalgia, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melendez Brothers trial. <laughs> You're only a 90s kid if you get Melendez Brothers. We should Bros 100% trial. do a fun size episode about serial killers in the 90s. Or just serial crime killer, stories. Yeah, serial killers are so popular right now. They've always been popular. Yeah, I know, but like right now it's like a moment. We could really do some cross-synergy. Yeah. We're really good. We could do a serial killer episode and then serial mascot episode. Yes, that would too. be great. Uh, okay, also we want to give a shout out to Age Hurt. A-G-E-H-R-T. Uh, Related to John yeah, at all? Maybe. I always thought John Hurt had some really ripped abs, especially when he was an alien. Yeah. You, well, you know, they say no pain, no gain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doomer T, thank you so much, Doomer. Uh, tells Jokes, thank you for that one. 
Uh, Michael K five two eight zero. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much for that. Apparently one. five two seven nine was already taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know Michael <laughs> one through five two eight. Do you think okay. Michael K's Coach K? Of oh boy. The Luke. Uh, the Duke? Bluke, yeah. Well, that's what they should call themselves. George Bluke? The Blue Blue Levels. Blue Levels. <laughs> oh, God, we're dead. You know, you have to be a blue blood to be a blue devil. Yeah, you know it's so a blue pretty... blood. Tom Selleck, great mustache. Uh, probably horrible political review, political views. Probably. Uh, there's no way that he's on uh, thinking anything good is happening right now. Um, okay, so that's our, that's our great reviews so far. Thank you so much on iTunes. Remember, just uh, smash that five-star uh, Say something nice about us. We'll love you so much. Yeah. Uh, and then you will be forever immortalized. On this podcast. Your handle that yeah. you choose to use yeah. when you reviews will be forever immortalized. Yeah. Also want to give a quick shout Instead out. Instead of like temporarily immortalized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, boy, you know? Doesn't that suck when you get immortality and it's only temporary? Yeah. 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 It's some flash in the pan immortal. <laughs> it oh. sucks. Uh, also, quick, I want to do a shout out to a friend of the show, fan of the show, uh, real in effort, John Sims, uh, comic book artist, fantastic. Go look, check out Floating Bunnyhead Comics. Uh, Johnny Five apparently does a lot of great stuff on the internet. Oh yeah, Johnny he, Five, yeah. he's alive. Mm-hmm. He also makes the um, uh, for the posters for my comedy show, Jackknife oh, Comedy. Right. He's a great artist. He also makes the quips when he says, "Your mother was a snowblower." He does say that. Uh, That's a short circuit reference. Yeah, we're off that now. We're just talking about oh. my friend John Sims. Okay. He sent me a great direct uh, a direct message on Instagram. Uh, he was uh, playing the stand-up uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game mm-hmm. and gave a, the nostalgic front a shout-out. Oh, awesome. It's pretty fun. Good to see that. Anytime you're doing stuff, anything, you know, go ahead and hashtag it, the nostalgic front or nostalgic front or something. Just let us know about it. Oh, um, I'm still on uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg. Good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. We should get the Gutenberg on the show. You think, what do you think? Well, we're, uh, we were just talking about Short Circuit, so I just... I wanted mm. to bring up. I wanted to bring up Steve Gutenberg just sure. because. That's anyways, cool. um, anyways. Well, and that's it, what they call foreshadowing. Here's the other thing we have on the show is we got us ourselves a box. Now it was delivered to uh, Brandon's house, which yeah, that's the fun. Nostalgic Front Studios. Yeah, uh, the Nostalgic Front Studios. Um, eventually, if you guys want to send us gifts, more gifts, uh, maybe we'll come up with a, uh, a P.O. box. Don't put my address out there. No, I'm not going to say your address, no. Yeah. Uh, but maybe send us a P.O. box, or maybe we'll send it to our uh, producer Leif's place, because we don't give a shit if his yeah. house gets... Or know, even, yeah, send us bombed. a... Huh? We don't care if his place gets all fucked up, right? No, I like, do. Well, you're, I care about everybody. You, well, I do too. I care about Leif, but I mean, like, if he loses his shit, that's fine. I mean... Well, it, better him than us, for well, sure. Well, also, we don't want the thing that they're sending us. So if you're, if, mm, I guess that would be somebody sending us a bomb and a like some sort of cool nostalgic trinket, right? Um, get to it. What are you yeah. getting? Yeah. Okay. Do so here? let's open this fucker up. Uh, it's happening in real time. Uh, there's a there's a card that says, uh, "Hey guys, congrats on your podcast. We thought this would be a fun dang thing to get you for Damn. your kink af, so we got it. Y'all rock. This is so nostalgic." It might even have old lunch smells in it. Love, Chris and Emily. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, it, nice. It is a Police Academy lunchbox uh, for the, from the cartoon series. Yeah, yeah, and toy line uh, produced by Kenner. Yeah, it does uh, have a little bit of a smell in it, and oh, there is yeah. some old lunch right there for sure leaking out. You ever uh, get many Kenner toys? Uh, they have I the have, real yeah. Ghostbusters. Yep, they, for they, sure. They did that line. Well, originally... Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenner is known for uh, arguably starting the action figure craze. Depends on what you consider action. Sure. Because they did Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe's uh, the first runs, I don't consider action yeah, figures. Yeah, they're dolls. Yeah, most people don't. 
Uh, so, like, uh, that was the first action figure in, like, 77 by Kenner. Um, but thank you so much, Chris and Emily. The, now, uh, these are uh, friends of the show, fans of the show, real in-efforts. Uh, and uh, uh, this is when you, if you think, think Lunchbox, 90s Lunchbox, that's what we fucking got here. It's the Thermos brand. It's a, it's a, it's orange, uh, and it has a great cartoon. We'll put a photo of it up What's on great the is this is a uh, cartoon based off of a sex comedy. Yeah, for an sure. R-rated sex comedy. Yeah. A real fuck row. Yeah, the first... Uh, <laughs> a fuck flick, if you will. Yeah, yeah. The first uh, police academy. Kim Cattrall, Steve mm. Gutenberg. Mm. It's classic. Mm. I love Steve. Michael Winslow. I used to... Like, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up, was Michael Winslow. You Well, you're a stand-up comedian. You make a lot of weird fucking noises on stage. I feel like you're living your goddamn dream. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> that got you. <laughs> Michael Winslow, though, man, I, uh, I love him. This is All my, the voices. This is my impression of Michael Winslow. Ring, 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 <laughs> ring, ring. You ever like seen him do uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix? No, but I can do that. Can you make that sound? <laughs> yeah, it's all like. Right, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, all right, well, let's see. Thank you so much for that, Chris and Emily. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, the positive reviews. Tweet at us a lot. That's fun. We like having all this dumb interaction with you guys. Uh, Facebook ma- Facebook us, all that kind of stuff. Um, if there's yeah. anything you want to hear us talk about on a fun size episode, let us know. Oh, yeah, totally. That would be cool. We, we will do a research thing on any, yeah, any topic. If you got a random cartoon you're curious about, you're like, what the fuck was yeah. that thing I used to watch? It was so weird. Oh, yeah, Silverhawks. Yeah. And then let us know, and then we'll fucking... We'll dig. Yeah, we'll do whatever you whatever yeah. whatever. I know whenever. Silverhawks was a follow up to Thundercats, as far as yeah. like that animation studio. Uh, I never really watched Silverhawks, but if you go back and watch the great intro, mm-hmm. it's one of the uh, like great uh, cartoon intros from the eighties that really capture like. I used to play Silverhawks a lot. We we like it was a thing that my cousins and I when we'd be at our babysitter. Shout out Aunt Ganny. Uh, Good song. We'd be playing who. Silverhawks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but the I, hook's like, it's good Silverhawks. It is a real good. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, Silverhawks. Something like that. It's a good one. Goddamn, what, we're, we're fucking hot as shit right now. Uh, okay, let's start talking about yeah, get to what the we dirt. came here today to talk about, which is uh, uh, the Super Nintendo. The old SNES, the old Famicom. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Actually, they didn't have a fan in there to keep it cool, so you had to to stop playing every once in a while. Not like these systems today. No, you can play forever. Uh, Remember when uh, we even had that thing that would pop up and be like, hey, maybe I can go outside for a little bit. (laughs) That's fun. Uh, So I'm going to give you a little information about the Super Nintendo. Uh, You know, our our listeners are all age ranges, if you don't know. Uh, The Super Nintendo, uh, also known as the SNES, uh, commonly shortened to just Super Nintendo, uh, was a 16-bit home video game console developed by Nintendo. 16-bit? No way. It costs way more than that. I remember having to save up for a whole summer. (laughs) It's 16-bits. That's about what you do in your act, right? You got about 16-bits, and then you're in a bunch of clunk shit. A bunch of bad stuff, right? Yeah, clunkers. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, and it was released in North America in 1991. Uh, Super Combo. It's two years before, it's two years after the Famicom. In South Korea, it was known as the SFC, which was the Super Comboy. It came out in 91, uh, which is interesting because uh, there were already a lot of consoles that were putting out 16-bit. Because uh, you had the Turbo Graphics and then the Sega mm-hmm. Genesis. And there's another one that I can't Did think of Did the Sega right come now. out before the Super Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Sega's like 88. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, they, shit. They beat them to market by quite a bit. Because, oh, wow. Well, Nintendo, the 8-bit NES had such a market share yeah. that they weren't too... Uh, 
worried about like having to hurry up and get out the new stuff. Now, was the Nintendo, uh, was the regular Nintendo still producing games at the time of the Super Nintendo's release? Oh yeah, the regular Nintendo kept producing games uh, for a couple years after the uh, Super Nintendo came out. Well, like some of the best Nintendo games came out after uh, the Super Nintendo came out because a lot of the developers were able to uh, utilize the hardware. That's crazy. I like that a lot. Like stuff like Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, like yeah, we talked about that on yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah, it's a great game. You know? uh, when, okay, so what is your experience with the Super Nintendo? When did, when did you get it? What do you remember about it? The actual system. I got you know, a Super story? Nintendo like super late. Yeah. Like PlayStation was already out. No shit? Yeah. Whoa, really? Well, I had a Sega Genesis during those oh, years. Oh, yeah, see? And then like... You know, you're not really going back a generation in consoles there for the most part. We are perfect in the for this. 90s. Because I was, you're a Sega, and I never had a Sega. Yeah. Never well, owned one. My stepbrother, mm-hmm. uh, who would come over on the weekends, he had a Super Nintendo. And That's I played cool. a lot of, like, Super Nintendo there. Yeah. But uh, I played a lot more of, the, like, uh, the short-term games, like your Super Mario. Yeah, you could yeah. play it for a little bit. But I couldn't dive into, like, uh, Final Fantasy III, yeah. which I would have loved to. Yeah. I had my same situation. I had a Super Nintendo. My brother, it was my brother's system, but I played it a lot. I would say I started playing it way more. Now, so he's, I probably started playing it way more when I turned eight or nine, because yeah. my brother, when that's when he turned 16 and got a job. And so as soon as he was out of the house, the Super Nintendo was open one way my, more, you know? One of my biggest things with the Super Nintendo was when you would go to, like, Target or yeah, Walmart yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. as or a JC little Penny. kid. Yeah. yeah, and the first thing you would do, at least if you're me, is beeline straight over to the Super Nintendo display yeah. to hopefully get to play some Super Mario how many, World. How many kids? And there'd always be some kids, like, hanging around it because it's, like, the hottest thing out there. Yeah, how many kids do you think got fucking abducted and fucked and shit because they were just... You could just walk into any any chain store and just go right to the video game aisle, and there's so many kids there. Oh, He's Johnny Gosh, s- I don't know. Oh, boy, too soon. Uh, uh, maybe not too soon. Uh, yeah. Now, that's the thing That's the thing that's, like... Um, the, 1980 uh, World uh, oh, Hide-and-Seek Champion. You didn't know that. <laughs> Everybody, so. there's a documentary on Netflix. I think we've talked about this on the show before. So there's a series on Netflix called uh, 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 Stranger Things all about them. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, uh, those stores, though, still to this day, if I go into like a Best Buy or something and they have a video game set up, I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this. When's the last minute. time you went into a Best Buy and you saw, or I guess Best Buy? Yesterday. Right, I got a little bit more <laughs> I was in there. I, was in there I, yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking JCPenney's <laughs> no. for a second there. Yeah, I don't think JCPenney still does the video games. Yeah. They, but they, the one in the mall, the Mall of the Bluffs in Council Bluffs, Iowa, had all of them set up. Super Nintendo, the, uh, Sega. The, the Super Nintendo's controller was a real breakthrough, too. Because, yeah. like I said, the, the Sega was the biggest 16-bit uh, thing on the market at the time. Yeah. And they only had three buttons. And then here came the Super Nintendo. You had four buttons and then two shoulder buttons. Yeah. On the paddle, it's like, whoa, I can do so much. It was great. I, I fucking loved the Super Nintendo. Um... Uh, I played it every day once I got to... Even when my brother was around, I, I was just played awed it by it because yeah. I was such a Nintendo kid. And I would go and play then, I would go play Sega at my cousin's house. My cousin Dustin, who's great. Yeah. Uh, shout out Dustin. Um, and the, on Sega, so like to me, I, I have no real relationship with Sonic or any of those. Like on Xbox One right now, you can get a, all of the Sonics, even the original games, you yeah. can download them all. I have no connection to them, so I don't care. 
Uh, whereas if I could play Super Mario World on my Xbox One, I'd fucking lose my mind. Oh, I love know? Super Mario World. I um, play it yeah. uh, upstairs quite a bit. Yeah. I love Star Road. Mm-hmm. And then the bonus levels after Star yeah, Road that yeah. are all named. Oh. It's all like uh, Michelangelo's vocabulary yeah. is the name of every level on the bonus world in Super oh, Mario cool. World. Oh, cool. I didn't Where know it's that. like tubular, outrageous, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mondo. Okay, okay. And those are the names of like the toughest levels I, in the game. I loved uh, Super Mario World. I would play it when I would get babysat. My babysitters when I was a kid. Uh, my Aunt Janie's and at my babysitters. Uh, my sister... My sister babysat for some kids in my class, and we would go to their house, but it was my sister in charge, and every morning we'd sit in their basement and play Super Mario World, and we would beat it so many times yeah. and just start over, and, you know. That's what you do. Oh, so good. Plus, there's so many secrets in that, yeah. and I, like, I, nothing feels better than having the cape and Yoshi, and you're just oh, jumping yeah. off of stuff, and then flying up, and then coasting down. And, I wish I uh, had the... And there's all the different uh, ways to beat all the different levels. There's a... Yeah, I play that game on the regular. It's yeah. a good one. I wish I had a um, the benefit of growing up with the technology we have now. Because as a kid, we never considered, and nor would we really know how to do it, but like time trials and stuff like that. Like speed oh, yeah, runs speed runs. Yeah. We never considered that. I was just watching speed runs last night. I, I'll, go on, it's a great... I'll go on YouTube and just watch people. I watched that guy with blindfold beat Super Mario World yeah. and like whatever, with blindfolds on. He was I doing it by sound. I just started watching people do Ugh. Final Fantasy playthroughs. And I think yeah. it's a slippery slope. I've never i got to get out of there. I've never been a big Final Fantasy guy, but I oh, don't I dislike was. it. The first one on Nintendo yeah. I played way too much. I feel like I really missed out by not having a Super Nintendo uh, I, by not getting to play Final Fantasy 3 or 2 until I was much older, because those games are pretty epic, mm-hmm. especially 3. And if I'd have played that as a kid, it would have blown my mind. Yeah. Blown it, it. I loved when I was a kid taking the Super Nintendo, and uh, you would like unpack your Super Nintendo, and you take it over. i take it over to my buddy J.J. Rodenberg's house. And oh, we J.J. Would, J.J. Fan of the show, real, friend of the show, real, real effort. effort. Yeah, we'd go over to his place, and his and his, par- his, his parents was great. They had that classic basement where like you could all just fuck yeah. around, and it was great. Um, and so we would have the Super Nintendo hooked up to one TV, his Super Nintendo hooked up to another TV, somebody would bring a Sega, somebody, somebody would bring, bring a Surge. Yeah, we'd have fucking Surge, and we'd have Doritos. And, and a Power Surge, because you have all those consoles hooked and, up, and you have to be respectful. I have no idea who I, who the group of friends I was with. I mean, I know who about, you know, but I don't remember the exact whereabouts. But one time, we sat two TVs up yeah. with Super Mario World, and we raced. And we Ooh. had two people racing, you know and that was super fun. You know what uh, was always a big uh, big game when you get a group of friends together like mm. that is, uh, super. what were you, uh, Super Nintendo, you probably played more uh, Street Fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, you didn't have blood. There was no point in Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo. I will 100% and the other way. I fucking really? loved Mortal Kombat. Because Street Fighter is, ar- Street Fighter for Super Nintendo is arguably like yeah. one of the best, like, uh, it's really balanced. The tournament edition, mm-hmm. all the characters are really balanced. I never liked the fighter games that much. I mean, they yeah. were big. Me too. I, I mean, I got into Mortal Kombat yeah. because... I loved Mortal Kombat, and I only ever played on Super Nintendo, uh, or in the upright, or on Game Boy. But uh, Sega Genesis, Blood Code, A-B-A-C-A-B-B. I, I remember... Just in case you're at home, get ready to play it. I know all of my friends and I... Did your friends and you pick uh, Mortal Kombat characters that was like you? You know what I mean? Like you only got to play a scorpion, or like, or like if we were at recess, we were playing Mortal Kombat. I was always Liu Kang. 
uh, my buddy uh, Jonathan Marshall was always a friend of the show, fan of the yeah. show, really never. And then he was always like, scorpion. I'm turning into a dragon and yep. stuff like that. Nick was always Sub Zero. Ah, so. Um, yeah. I and I would wear my, uh, or so I would always play as Luke King because that. So I still remember down forward, back back, high yeah. kick. That's his. That's the dragon uh, fatality. I remember um, his fireballs and his his, his uh, I remember uh, they had uh, uh, a copy of Mortal Kombat at a KB toy store. Ooh. And uh, I was in there and. The clerk was like, hey, are you going to buy it? And I was like, no, thanks. I'm just Liu Kang. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that No, I do remember when uh, it came out for Genesis, Mortal Kombat, and I had it on my Christmas list, mm-hmm. and it was, it was kind of iffy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hope yeah. I get this game that's on the news. Oof. You know, I need, yeah. Yeah. When, Give me Bone Storm or go to hell, Dad. And I got yeah. it. I got it. One and time, I was pretty jacked. One time, I was at uh, uh, EB and I and I or I was I was at KB's Toy Stores with my mom, and uh, I saw Mortal Kombat three for Super Nintendo, and I went to my mom and I said, "Can I get this?" And uh, she says, "Maybe. How much is it?" And I said, "It's going to be thirty five bucks." And she says, "Kano." Oh. God damn it! She said that. Your mom's pretty hip. To yeah, no, nah, she bought know. it. She bought it for me. Oh, uh, I just because you had the. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I, I don't know shit about Street Fighter. Just like how I don't know shit. I, 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 I'm very, with a lot of things in my life, I'm very one or the other. And so I was very, um, I know Mario, and I know all about Mario, and I yeah. love all the games, but I don't know shit about Like Marvel, Sonic. you know all about Marvel. I know a lot about Marvel, I don't know shit about DC. Yeah, yeah, WWF, um, but no WCW. Other way, but yeah. Okay. DC, WCW you would be thing. a WCW w- guy. Well, that's when I got into Being it. Being a when country kid and Fuck all. yeah, dude. Growing on a uh, farm, you don't get you don't And get I do know a lot of... I do know a lot of WWF shit, too. Do you ever play the WWF games for Super Nintendo? Not so much. The one with Dink and Doink we'd play because yeah. they were funny. They were a lot more fun yeah. back in the day, yeah. but they didn't age well. They made a fighting game. Mm. Uh, That's what they should have done. Yeah, where they are all they all have superpowers and stuff. Yeah. You know, where it's like the Mortal Kombat, but it's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And it's on Super Nintendo. I oh, never okay, played it, but I know that Brett, the Hitman Hearts kids are playing it in the Wrestling with Shadows documentary. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, I love, uh, I loved, uh, uh, I love, oh, but Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3, uh, were Did you ever fuck with Mario me. Paint? No, my cousins had You could make, like, cartoons and yeah. music. People still, like, orchestrate music on Mario cool. Paint. You can watch on YouTube. That's pretty of, cool. Of the stuff that people do. Um, I never did, like, Dr. Mario or Mario Paint. I never, and yeah. I also never really got into Mario Kart that much, which I know a lot of people really did. Especially um, by 64. Well, yeah. I well, mean, Mario Kart 64 yeah. is like... But, uh, but I never really got too into those. Um, but Super, like, the Mario All-Stars game, fucking loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, which those are all regular Nintendo games, mostly. But I still Great loved ports. it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Plus, I, that's where they debuted uh, Super Mario Lost Levels. Oh, yeah, and that was... Oh, I still have a hard time. And then eventually... I've never beat it. That's Oh, a, I'm trying to beat it still. Yeah, that's the I'm only original... I'm stuck on 8-3, and it's really th- sucked. That's the only original Mario game I'm I've never beat. I'm on the cusp. Beat. Yeah. Um, oh, oh does that mean you're going to come? Uh, come, Gil. Gross. Uh, my friend Tim... Gideon's not on the podcast. Okay? <laughs> a friend of the show. Fan of the, he'll be on. Yeah. Uh, my friend uh, Tim, one time, we were talking. This was, in, this was when we were in uh, uh, high school. And I have since... I will say... It's, it's easier to beat now. But when I was in high school, to me, Mario 2 was one of the hardest games. And so we were all sitting around one time uh, hanging out. This is right after we graduated high school, like me and like six or seven of our friends. And we were talking about Mario games. And Tim goes, oh, Mario 2, that's the easiest one. And I was like, what Get are you talking here, about? 
And also, how uh, do you know, Tim? We loved the idea that it, the Mario Two is so different because it's some other game. You maybe yeah. know that story. Yeah, yeah. What's, I, what I can go there? in. Oh, uh, well. Brief synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Well, like they have the Mario: The Lost Worlds. That yeah. was actually Super Mario Two mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Japan, but it was really hard. Yeah. And uh, it was really similar to Super Mario World. So the Nintendo of America people were like, "We can't uh, yeah. release this. People will not like it. And mm-hmm. It's going to be too tough, and it's too similar." So they took a game that was developed by the same people mm-hmm. that made Super Mario, and they repurposed it and reskinned it and sure. made it Super Mario Two. And so that's which, the one that's what we grew up as. Yeah, you know you that know, was Super Mario yeah. Two to us. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's a whole like thing the about number three selling game on Nintendo. There's a thing about how it's a uh, a dream. Yeah, like that's the idea is that what Mario a cop had a dream. Out. Yeah, oh, it's too. That's brilliant. my only problem with yeah. it is the fucking dream story cop yeah. out. But you know? um, but anyway, so my friend Tim goes. We're at this party, and he's like, "That's the easiest game." And we're like, "No, it's not." Yeah, he's I like, like Tim. He's like, he's like, one time he, you know, friend of the show, Gideon Hambright, who yeah. just mentioned, yeah, yeah. loves cum jokes. Uh, one time Tim puked on a blanket of his. That was really fun. Oh uh, it was at eighty thirty five in Des Moines, so that's fun. Everything comes back around. Um, everything comes. Uh, <laughs> that's a. Do you think that'd be a good book for children? Everybody comes. No, not for children. <laughs> we're having fun. Tim, though, one time goes, uh, uh, he, we were talking about this, and he's like, I can beat that game. He's like, it's so easy. I can beat that game in an hour. And we're like, fucking do it. And so then we got All-Stars, plugged it in, had him go, and there's like six of us watching him, and he's just, brr, and he's like burning through this fucking game. And he's, Whoa, he's Tim. and he's not even using as many warps as we thought he was, and he's just crushing it. And I think also he did something super weird where he played as like Toad, I always weird, play as Toad. But he played in Toad in weird levels where you wouldn't oh, want to play as Toad. I'm, I'm, it's funny, it's a Mario game, mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. 2, because I Mario's never the use... Mario's the Well, he's the balanced. He's the renaissance man <laughs> of the team. He can do everything okay. I, you know, he just I, doesn't stand out in any category. All I ever played it with, I when I when the first time I beat it, and when I beat it grown, going back, I'm just alternate between uh, Princess Peach and uh, uh, Luigi. I like and Toad because he digs fast. Toad, Toad and, is only. And my good game in, is all about getting those coins. Yeah. In to- Toad's only good in the digging levels for the bonus levels. Yeah. Well, um, no, every level has coins, and you can optimize your spins on the bonus levels. Yeah, and you need those extra guys to beat that game back in the day. But in the sandy levels, though, that's when I play as Toad. Yeah, and of course, I, Luigi. And he really fits the aesthetic with that yeah. vest and everything. Yeah. He looks like a Luigi's better in the ice worlds because his little trot doesn't make him. He's not. Oh, I like the princess in the ice level. Princess is better. Almost is better in almost any level because I'm. Anyways, as, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not as big on points and stuff like that, so I just like to end a level. Well, they don't. They don't calculate points in Super Mario Or no, 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 too. but I'm Anyways, saying like getting matter. coins and stuff. I don't give oh. a fuck about that stuff as much. Um, I know what you should and I know it helps No, the coins lives. are what you use to be able to spin the bonus. No, I know, but I don't... Which give you extra money. I don't pay attention to that stuff as much. I just like to buzz through levels and that's what I like about Princess Peach is because she can fly fucking... Bzz, bzz, bzz. Anyways... So Tim goes to beat the game, and we're oh, all... Oh, we're still on Tim, Yeah, Jesus. we're all fucking watching him. we got to talk about Super Nintendo, well, not Tim. Because we're all like, holy shit, is he going to do this? Is he going to yeah. make us all look like assholes? And he's burning through this fucking level, and then towards the end, we're looking at the clock, and he's like at like 55 seconds, and he's got like two levels left, and it's we're like, oh my god. And then all of a sudden, the alarm goes off, and he's still in the last level, and immediately we're all just like, Oh, you fucking suck. You said you could do it in an hour. He beat the game in like an hour and four minutes. And we're like, oh, I could beat it in an hour. But like, he still achieved a massive thing. He beat it in an hour and five minutes, but we all just gave him shit for years. We're like, oh, I can beat it in an hour. No, you can't. Yeah, an hour and five. Crazy. I still take me like six hours to beat that game. Oh. Ugh. If, and probably more. It takes me a while because I'm 
I'm stacking so many gold coins. I'm spending all day at the slot machine getting yeah, all those extra ring, ring, guys. Ding, you know, ring, making it ding, rain, Toad. Ring, Toad's ding, making ding. it rain. Uh, okay, so what else do you want to talk about about the Supernatural? Did you ever play Star Fox? Loved Star Fox. I, I never played Star Fox. Uh, there were a lot of uh, Super <laughs> Nintendo games. You really cut my legs out on that one. Did you ever play Star Fox? Never played Star Fox. I never yeah, played it. I know, I know. I just know that uh, they were able to render 3D graphics yeah. with it before they were able to do that. There were uh, some later Super Nintendo games, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, yep. where they were able to uh, render, like, it appears 3D even though it's not, because yeah. it's on a 2D system. Um, Star Fox was, I, I got that game, like, um, probably, like, at a garage sale or something, and I really liked it, and it set up, which we'll do, we'll, when we do another episode about Nintendo 64, that is a very special game to me, the Star Fox on Nintendo 64. And so I will have a good time. I, when I used to have my Super Nintendo port on my phone, I would play the Star Fox on Super Nintendo a lot just because it's so good. And you know. Did you ever get the uh, Super Game Boy? I never had a Super Game Boy. I only had the original first Game Boy. Oh. And then I had a Game Genie that I could use to play I'd like the... to get a Super Game Boy now. Yeah, it'd so be cool. you get some of those Game Boy games. Yeah. Did you ever see the old Super Nintendo commercial that has uh, Paul Rudd? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it's like one of cool. Paul Rudd's first gigs. Yeah. Where he's like uh, getting way into playing Metroid in mm. front of like a giant screen, almost like he's in The Wizard. The Wizard, yeah. Uh, that's great. What is your uh, favorite? Do you think you have, do you think you can say Probably what Link you're... to the Past. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Even though I really like uh, Final Fantasy III. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get to play it as a kid, so it doesn't have that like... You know, yeah. the nostalgic That's draw, really That's really fun you know? because uh, those are two games that I really have no experience Link with. Link to the Past is great. Yeah. yeah. I only, the only the, Zelda... The whole idea of there being a light world and a dark world, too, as a kid, mm-hmm. was just like, oh, this is this is the best. The only Zelda game I ever really played uh, enough that I can that I know about is the first one, the original one for uh, regular yeah. Nintendo. The one that was gold. The yep. cartridge was gold. Um my favorite game for Super Nintendo, without a doubt, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Yeah. That is, is that called Turtles Four? The game? No. Okay. So in my head, we used to call it T- Turtles Four because it would be the fifth turtle game. In yeah. Anyways. I don't know why, uh, but and they're not really canonized. In no, I know, but it was one of those things where we just called it Turtles Four. Every time you say Turtles in Time, I'm trying to think of a joke yeah. that involves uh, the thing time. You know? The, oh, the, fair, yeah. 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 I, it, that, Maybe one of these days I'll figure it out. That It comes up a lot on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. It that comes game, up all the time. It does. Should yep. be called, that game should be called Turtles All the Time. That, it should be. That game is great. Uh, I loved it because you could play it with two players. And if you could get, if you rented the multi-tap thing, you could play it with four players, which was crazy because I'm like, you mean this game I've been playing this whole time with two players? I It had the capability. The yeah. game had the capability. I didn't have the capability to make it work. Um, but it's real clunky with four players. It's too hard to do. But uh, it's so fun. And then, of course, it's the arcade version and stuff. There's that whole th- outfit there, too. But uh, that game was so fun because of the things where you're like, there's that level where you have to fight, um, you fight Shredder in the machine and you have to throw the guys. And I still, to this day, don't know how to throw guys. I just know that if you, I do it and I can figure it out in that level, but I don't know, like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go throw that guy right now. Boom, and do it. I can't. Huh. It takes me fucking forever. Um and then there's the the throwing the guy the other way. I don't know how I do that. I don't know why that happens. I'm not doing anything different or special. Um, you ever see so any uh, Super Nintendos recently? 
around. You mean like newer ones or like no, just the old ones? ones. Yeah, how they the colorization is. That yeah, what you're the way about? that the way that they change colors. On yeah, there. like they're like yellow. Like a certain uh, yeah, it's like the squishy head version. Yeah, of the yeah, Super yeah, yeah, Nintendo, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain number of Super Nintendos that have this plastic yeah. that over the years has turned yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's weird because like it's all yellowy, but then like the buttons are the same yeah. purple, and then the the eject buttons the same purple. So like that looks normal. It's just the rest of it looks. And then yellow. they released a slim Super Nintendo. Yeah, too. I remember. They're seeing... kind of expensive now. Mm-hmm. I remember some. There was another system that maybe on this Wikipedia page here you can see it, but um, I don't think it was this one. Um, no, it wasn't that one. But there was another Super Nintendo, uh, another like skin, basically another box that came out for a little bit that a friend of mine had that just looked. It was round on top, like it was round up here, and you put the game in. But and it was just it looked a little different. But I think it was still a North American Super Nintendo. Maybe it was uh, Nintendo top loading re release that they did. Maybe, but it and it was it worked just like a regular Nintendo, and it used the same or it worked just like a Super, was- and it used the same controllers. Um, I don't know. You might be imagining it, or is no. one of the options that I uh, gave out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's. I don't know if I can find it. But um, right now they make uh, Retron. It's oh, it's this fucker right here, American SNES 101 model. Yeah, that's the slim one. Oh, okay. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, I thought I thought the slim, slim. Yeah, like later yeah. in the series, after like N64 was out and PlayStation was out, they re-released a slim Super Nintendo. I didn't know that's what they called it. Uh, you see the like the roundedness and stuff, and I just yeah. remember being like, oh wow, I didn't think I didn't think about how small it was either. Um, uh, was no, what, uh, like I was saying, they make a lot of these Retron systems. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have a Super Nintendo now. I have the Retron 3 that plays Super Nintendo, Genesis, and Nintendo all at once. Mm-hmm. That same company, Hyperkin, yeah. they make a lot of good retro gaming stuff. Right now, what they got is a uh, Super uh, Game Boy, oh, is cool. what it's called. It's just a portable Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, we've play. talked about it on the show. Yeah, yeah. That thing seems fucking rad. Yeah, I'm sure it eats batteries up. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, you know, a lot of these things uh, know how to incorporate, like, modern technology like a fun, with, like a, with the analog The stuff. fancy so kind of batteries. So it might have, like, a built-in charger. That'd be really Because I know they're really starting to push all of the HD Nintendos you can mm-hmm. get, where you just uh, take, I don't, they, like, pretty much reprocess the game inside of it. Yeah. And then it comes out HD. It only it's, works for, like, a portion of the game. Yeah. But you can put your cartridge into these HD Nintendos and then get it on your television. Video games, me, I don't care. Video, video games are so interesting to me, and I feel the same way about cassette tapes, where, uh, like, a cartridge, like a, like a Super Nintendo cartridge, I do not understand how those, like, those bars and yeah. stuff, how that... I guess even it's pretty interesting right now. There's a lot of uh, counterfeit mm-hmm. cartridges going out right now because mm-hmm. the, there's a really decent, there's a good market out there for retro gaming. No, and like you have these games that are like super rare, like Earthbound mm-hmm. and and stuff like these really rare games. So one thing that people do is they make. Uh, repros mm-hmm. or reprograms or what they called. So they make a version of this really rare game, and then you can sell it to people for like thirty bucks. Is that shit but illegal? Now, no, it's not okay. illegal at all. It's just this is all dead like uh, patents and hard. Oh, okay, you know? that's what I was curious yeah, yeah. about. How do they how, like your system that you have? That's yeah. crazy. I don't understand how that's like how they can do that. But if it's all dead patents and that makes yeah, sense. yeah, just like George. George Penn, yeah, 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 he's gone. Real dead. Yeah, real, real dead. dead. I bet he had bad political views. Oh yeah, know? I bet. I bet uh, anybody that. Uh, anyways, what a bad dude. Uh, well, I was on a good rant. Hero. I got to finish sorry, this thing. Sorry, go ahead. You threw me off real quick. I got to get back to Tim. Oh, <laughs> no, Tim I'm again. Just I'm just kidding. Fuck Tim. <laughs> you know. Get back in there. Get back in there. Get uh, get get into that uh, retcon. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Well, they did the thing. God damn it, Patrick. Damn it. I, riffs are fun sometimes. Sometimes they ruin a good anecdote. I had knowledge. I was dropping. Oh, boy. I feel real dumb right now. Well, anyways, that's that thing. You were talking about the game, the the games that they come out and how now there's a real interesting market for it. Oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, like, game GameStop right now uh-huh. that does sell used games. But they don't know anything about, like, the market. Yeah. So they're, like, buying these uh, remade... Like, somebody can go and buy a remade Earthbound for 30 bucks and then sell it to GameStop for 100 bucks, And they don't even know what to check for because people are making these reprogrammed versions of these expensive, rare games. That's awesome. Do no, you, it's not awesome. I think it's awesome. Well, I mean, it is awesome that you can... They're getting cheaper, but the I think fact it's awesome. that people are dishonestly yeah. making a buck, so somebody's going online... Thinking they're buying a rare video game and it's just a counterfeit version. Obviously, of that this is game that they're paying a hundred bucks for. I think I just like the fact that there's this whole world still happening around Super Nintendo. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. I think it's very. I think that's very interesting that we're that it, this dumb thing that yeah. came people out. People were having podcasts twenty five years ago. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. We're doing a whole goddamn thing about it. Well, there, uh, Nintendo has an even bigger market of mm-hmm. homebrews. What do you mean? Uh, where people just make their own Nintendo games and then sell them in small communities. That seems like really cool. Like there's Zelda Outlands and. There's just, like, tons of uh, Super Mario remakes, yeah. which is one of the reasons why they inspired the uh, Super Mario Maker. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's the, I want to get one of those systems, I think. One of those little Game Boy systems that has the... I don't even know what Have you ever played uh, Super Mario Crossover? Mm-hmm. The ver- it's a Nintendo game. On uh, There's a lot of websites that support it, and you mm-hmm. just go there and play uh, suit the, le- the classic Super Mario 1, mm-hmm. but you can play it as, like, Samus... Oh, Mega cool. Man. I've seen videos and of that. Like, yeah. yeah. And then That's you, really cool. You, the mushrooms give you different powers and oh, stuff. Oh, cool. According I, to your character. Oh, I like that a lot. I, I even played that. I've se- I have seen the YouTube videos of those. Um, uh, now, so you you just have your, the your rec- what's that thing called again? Retron 3. Retron 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 50 bucks is pretty cheap. It's a good way to get you started. So you don't have a regular Super Nintendo system anymore? Not a Super anymore? Nintendo at the time. Yeah. I have a Nintendo and yeah. Retron 3. I gave uh, I I let my super my nephews borrow my Super Nintendo once uh, because they came to visit and they got really into it and so I was like here you guys can take it for the weekend or whatever and then they just never gave it back and then I fucking saw it like two years ago and it was just just fucking it's cracked like there's a huge crack in it all of my games all my I can't they don't know where any of that shit is anymore it's just one of those things where I was just like man the fucking you haven't had I haven't had a Super Nintendo for a while I, I, just, I like those Retron threes I have a decent yeah. Super Nintendo collection upstairs I right just now. don't like that I lost all my fucking games and all yeah. my games my system that had all my saves and everything it's just it was a real bummer yeah. um, it was the system that we'd had since my brother bought it when we were kids and it just yeah. really sucks I that hate when stuff gets lost yeah like our childhood you boom, know? Boom, boom, that's, that's why I like to like uh, reflect upon mm-hmm. our childhood you yeah. know and think about like all the cool stuff. That was going on. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm very nostalgic at times. You are. You are. Uh, you're very upfront about it, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. Now, here's the thing. We also, we have all these goddamn uh, NFers, and they're also, we also have all these friends. And so we reached out to them, and we so what we said was like, hey, what's your favorite fucking Super Nintendo game? Okay? Oh, man. Um, we got a lot of... Uh, we got a lot of responses on this. A lot of NFers out yeah, there. a lot of NFers. Also, what's funny is, you know... Everybody's just shouting it out. So um, there might be some overlap here, but why don't you go ahead and just go down and do read some of yours, read some of the responses you got, and I'll read some of the responses I got. How's that? Ooh, Brian Griffin, uh, Techno Super Bowl Final Edition, which Ooh. I gotta agree, I freaking loved that game. It's very underrated. I mean, 
we know how much I love Tech Mobile. You're a big Tech Mobile. But guy. this game at the end of the season would give a Pro Bowl team. Oh, like, cool. So if you did good, you got to see, like, well, I had five guys for my team make mm-hmm. it. And then all the good cut screens and a lot of stats, and uh, it's a great game. That's great. Did they, now, was the, the the graphics more updated a lot? Yeah, yeah. Time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Had, it was a lot different. Yeah, yeah. I had Super Tech Mobile. Is that just a different game? Yeah. Okay, okay. Super Tech Mobile I loved, but... Uh, for which system? For Super Nintendo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one with the cowboy on the cover. That was more of a direct port of the Nintendo one. Yeah. And then they kind of changed it up a little bit for uh, Super Tech Mobile 2. Yeah. And then Super Tech What Mobile I liked about 3. Super Tech Mobile was you could um, create high school teams. And so that's the game. Or then you You're could making create... that up. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Well, you could... You couldn't create any teams. You could change names of teams. Nope. I... Fuck. Okay, then maybe Super Tech Mobile. That's I think the have game a different game. I'm talking about Super Tech Mobile. You can create players in part three. Fuck. Trust I'm me. talking about Super Play Action Football. Yeah, I was about... I do not question me on my knowledge. Oh boy, of, I might edit all of that out because yeah, it makes me sound I, like a real well, I'm dumb pretty fucker. pissed now. We just canceled the podcast. Ah oh boy, we're you all know? done. Super we, play we action had... football was really good. Um, uh, anyways, okay, so let me read one of these. John fuckers. Rosenberger here says he was a big fan of the original F Zero, yes, which see. was one of the launch games yeah. for uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, Patrick Cunningham also said uh, that's also his because it re- and it requires no explanation. I uh, I never played it. I just know uh, Captain Falcon from Smash Bros. Yeah, you know. Yeah, then, you see them from their other. Well, they had uh, F uh, F Zero on the sixty four. Wait, did you you I never play... got into it? Uh-uh. Oh, I loved F Zero. Really I was fun. never the biggest into racing games. I Me mean, neither. F Zero carts were cool. F Zero was the only race, literally the only F, uh, racing game I've ever been into. I've ever liked. Um, Greg Orm says Earthbound. That's yeah, yeah. I, that? Again, I never played it. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones you should go back to. Uh, Trent Norris says NBA Jam. A lot of NBA Jam love coming, you know, from all over the place. Brad Turk, uh, big big fan of the show. He said uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, which I never played. me neither. I never played. That and Super Mario RPG are, like, two of the biggest, like, heralded Super Nintendo games that I I still have to play. What's Super RPG? It's a joint effort by Nintendo and Square. Oh, cool. That they made like a Mario RPG. And it's, it's goofy and it's yeah. fun. Weird. I've and, never uh, even heard of it. That's yeah. weird. So uh, they take all the classic RPG tropes and then do it with Mario. And then it uh, evolved into the Paper Mario series. Uh, Greg Barron says the Indiana Jones trilogy games. Uh, Raft Ride Down the Mountain Stages. That's pretty cool. I didn't, I never even knew there was Indiana Jones games. I never played any of them. You know that? I played the one on Nintendo for The Last Crusade. Uh, Momo Puje. Yes. He's got uh, show, NBA show. Jam Tournament Edition. Good. Uh, NBA Jam comes up here a lot. I mean, it, you know. Yeah, it's is a it real the shoes? classic. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Mike Mercadol says all the Super Star Wars games. I love them. They're the like. They're tough, too. And they are. They're just good platformers, man. I had them on my. Uh, uh, my emulator on my phone and I would play I, I downloaded all mid 90s was a good Star Wars mm-hmm. renaissance before they when they when they yeah. started to see the juice to release the, the, the next ones we should well it Star. wasn't even the next ones it was the Shadows of the Empire no 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 I'm saying Shadows of the Empire was like a big testing yeah. ground as a multimedia like uh, production it was like the first big Star Wars thing they did and it kind of kicked off the EU books yeah like the Thrawn trilogy followed that right uh, that's what I'm saying is that time period though in, after yeah. long after like when, they when it died yeah. yeah but then before when basically the, the Star Wars push that launched them being like oh well, let's do prequels let's do more movies yeah well they I also had the uh, re-releases yeah and stuff um, let's see uh, uh, Ryan Dowd threw in TMNT Turtles in Time love it 
Um, I mean, if I go through there, obviously, I mean, my pick was Link to the Past, and I have uh, a lot of people from, like, KC Aurora uh, saying Link to the Past. Yeah, you got a lot of Link to the Past. Uh, well, Anwar Newton, you know, Adam Sokol. I mean, it's it's, it's great. A lo- it's a good, yeah, I'm not Chrono sure. Trigger. Chrono as, Trigger. As much as I love uh, Square and Final Fantasy, uh, I still have not beat Chrono Trigger. It's one of those games I've gotten halfway through 10,000 times because... You know it's good, but it's after the fact. And it's just, it's so hard to get through some of these longer games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we got this, uh, where to go? Uh, Mary Houlihan said Super Mario World. Uh, it's good because it brings feelings of accomplishment upon beating, especially without cheats. Also, uh, super satisfying to beat Star Road. Also brings memories of bonding with siblings and friends. So that's a great, that's a real great answer. Uh, Jackson um, Jones said SimCity. Did you play SimCity much? I didn't. On there. My wife plays SimCity now. I never played it. Though. Oh, I played, especially in school, they had it in the old, on the original, like, Max, mm-hmm. on the little school Max, and you could get down on SimCity. I, I, uh, I loved renting it. it I think I played it enough that I know the world, but I never was like, ooh, let, it was never my choice to play it. Um, Uni Francis also said Yoshi's, uh, he said Yoshi's motherfucking island. Uh, he said it's the pinnacle of platforming. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, a Johnny Thompson said Rocky Rodent because it was like Sonic, but he uses hair to kill the bad guys. Have you even heard of that? Uh-uh. I've never even heard of Rocky Rodent. I think, oh yeah, I've seen it. Now, I haven't heard of it, but oh, I recognize that label. That fucking rules. Uh, Steve Whalen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friend of the show, fan of the show. He's been yep, on the show. Yep, yep, we've had him. Uh, he said the ba- Battletoads Double Dragon yeah. game, which was freaking great. I, they had a lot of crossovers going at that time. Because they also, and crossovers when you're a kid blow yeah. your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, nowadays it's just this old hat. But uh, when they started doing stuff like Predator versus Alien, mm-hmm. and then Robocop versus Terminator, and Kramer versus Kramer, there are a lot of good video games out there. Uh, uh, Kramer versus Kramer is actually a movie. It is a movie. You, you know? I gotcha. Why don't you pay a little attention hey, to the Hey, you know, I, I just thought you were going to let it go out there, and I the listeners are laughing. Why do I need it yeah. either? Uh, Larry Fulford said Clay Fighter. Uh, do you remember that with the Clay Monsters? Yeah, yeah. That was, was really Clay good. Clay Fighters. Clay Fighters. I they, wrong. They, had the, they had it on 64 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian Kitchen comes in, coming in with Donkey Kong Country 2 because he likes rapes and, or, uh, apes and their <laughs> flights of fancy. Oh, boy. Take um, two. They... <laughs> All right. Yep. I like the apes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, boy, so many good Vanessa team, uh Teeman said Super Bomberman. Ooh. And that was another one that took uh, advantage of the four-player hookup. Yeah. Because uh, you could play all at once. Uh, Benjamin Graham said the, the Super Mario RPG was his favorite. Uh, he said it's got a great story, mind-blowing graphics, playable Bowser, Geno, the Axum Rangers, Exor, Booster's Tower theme, Forky's getting entrapped, Valentina's crazy boobs. Jeez. He said it's got everything, and Charlie Verga seconded all of that. So. Getting a lot of uh, shout-outs here for, uh, I got Sarah Kennedy and Nikki Smallwood, uh, one saying Aladdin, and the other one's calling out for The Lion King, Ooh. which were both great games on both systems, Yeah, the uh, uh, Aladdin and The Lion King. Lion King, I only ever played on my cousin's That Sega, was a carry-on, that's still when Capcom was developing those, those Disney games, so they already built up a good uh, repertoire developing Disney games on the Nintendo with, yeah. like, your Darkwing Duck, DuckTales, sure, Chippendale, yeah, yeah, yeah. all, like, classic Love games. Love those. 
Uh, so thank you so much for everybody that helped us out with that. That was great. Heck yeah. Uh, it's uh, Super Nintendo fucking rules. I guess that's what we're kind of coming down to. If you to. want to play some? Yeah, I'm going to go wait, play some. I don't know uh, when you have to leave, but I want... Just in a minute. But okay. uh, first off, let's we're done. This is a great fun size episode. Yeah. Uh, where are we going to find you? Uh, at Reemcore. You're going to find me at Patrick Tasty. Just type it into a thing and uh, you'll find me. Reemcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-K-T-S-T-I-E. PatrickCasey.com. Nostalgic Front on Twitter. The Nostalgic Front podcast on Instagram, uh, Nostalgic Front, the Nostalgic Front on yeah. Facebook, all that all stuff. Of it. All those things, it's there. It's there. Listen, five star reviews on iTunes. Listen on Podomatic. Uh, Keep listen, reaching out. We love yeah. it. Tweet us your photos of you uh, listening to the show uh, or your screenshots of the screens. Five stars. Uh, we love you. If you're not an NFR, you're an NFR. Get the fuck out of here.